I'm Randall Alquist, and I have a passion for story, hearing about and sharing journeys with ordinary people who live extraordinary lives. The Long-Haired Pastor Podcast is about meaningful discussions with amazing people who love Jesus. Through our time together, we're going to be growing in our understanding of God's plan and purpose for our lives, as well as have a great time. Get ready to be inspired and challenged by God to take your next spiritual step. On today's podcast, we'll be hanging out with Mark Barlow. Mark is a singer, songwriter, producer, and missionary in Isla Vista, California. Part of the Isla Vista worship family of artists, Mark's approach to worship is a soulful expression of his relationship with Jesus that pierces your heart with its honesty. Get ready to dive deeper into your understanding of a relationship with God. Well, hi guys. It's so good to be here. Um, I'm so excited for this conversation, um, especially hearing your talk with John Mark Pantana. Um, yeah. I was like, wow, this is going to be really good. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and for the invite. Oh, dude, we're so happy to have you on here, man. Your music has blessed me so much, bro. First of all, you got some explaining to do because you got soul in you. You're like this, you're like this, this chill looking white boy, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that come from? What did you grow up listening to? Just a quick little backstory. We, I was born into a mega church of like uh, 1,500 people. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, then the whole church fell apart while our family was there. My dad had been the worship pastor there for 15 years. Everything fell apart and it ended up with just 12 people left at the church. And wow. it was really tragic, but we were one of the families that... Um, left and and the lord sent us downtown chicago to this church called living word christian center i think at the time it had anywhere from 13 to 15,000 members me and my family were one of two white families there wow. and the, all the rest were, were black families and it was really an incredible experience getting to grow up in and around that community and being so welcomed I just loved it. I loved every bit of it. I would attribute my love for soul music and gospel music to, um, you know. Yeah, that, that amazing opportunity that you had. To a place I've never been. I'm from a little town called Isla Vista. It's in the central coast of California. It's a little college student community because we're on campus of University of California, Santa Barbara. Okay. And for as long as Isla Vista has been a city, it has been wild and broken. Drugs, sex, date rape, every every way that people try to, attempting to fill the human heart has just resulted in a really broken city. Yeah. And people not knowing who they are and trying to fill that void. It's a really hard place to live because there's 3,700 square miles in Santa Barbara County and one square mile is here. And 25% historically of the crime in the 3,700 square miles happened in this one square mile. Um, and you just, there's parties happening all the time. There's crime happening all the time. Um, just a bunch of wildness. And God's heart longs for these kids. And the, although the majority of Isla Vista is students, there are families and there's um, a bunch of homeless population. Um, 
because the amount of cans that come out of this mm. place um, that can be recycled in California for a good amount of money um, is unparalleled. And so, uh, can per populace ratings are off the charts. Um, and so, there's a lot, there's a lot to do here, because God's heart calls out for His children, and wants to meet them in the middle of their mess, in the middle of the darkest time of their lives. And so, in 2001, or sorry, early 2000s, um, a bunch of people had it on their hearts to start praying for the city every week. And as that's as they started doing that, one of them heard a word from the Lord that said, I want you to have a barbecue in the park and give away burgers. So they started and they started doing it regularly and just giving burgers to people and just saying, hey, Jesus loves you, man. Hmm. And just trying to gently, really gently cry away at these misrepresentations of Jesus. Right. Right. And crowning Jesus King for who he really is. Just starting with the practicals, the hierarchy of needs, you know. Then it's it became a weekly thing. And at first, for the first five to seven years, the heart of the city was so closed off to the Father. there's been so much crap um, that has gone on in regards to misrepresenting Jesus or tainting him or um, a false image of who the father is right. even Christians worshiping a false image of who the father is not accurately representing him because the version of him that they worship is not an accurate depiction yeah. no, whether that be of an abusive father or a father that wants his kids to get sick and die because he needs them in heaven. Oh, man. Or like uh, of a father who is okay with or allows certain things to happen. Right. That went on for the first five to seven years. People said, I want nothing to do with your effing Jesus or your effing burgers. Now we are seeing that it is one of the most fruitful places that you can harvest <laughs> amen man um by the power of the holy spirit man absolutely we open up the front yard of one of our community homes on the mm -hmm. craziest party street here which is called del playa and hundreds of students come in for burgers and we just give them to them and just tell them jesus loves them we don't even like necessitate that they have a conversation with us it's very right. no rings attached people are very confused mm -hmm. They're like, why are you doing this? This makes no sense. <laughs> and this is the compassion of Jesus that has changed my heart. And he is with these people. And he's running after these people. And I'm going to follow him. I love that so much, Mark. You know, Jesus says, you know, they'll know us by the love that we show for one another, right? Not by 
how we judge or how effectively we correct people or set them straight <laughs> or even how effective we are even you know in exercising the the giftings that he's given us it's an amazing process when we allow ourselves to just love people right just to yep. be about the business of what Jesus told us to do is just love people, man. You know, Jesus said, you know, when someone's hungry, give them something to eat. And when you do that for the least of these, you do that for me. Um, and, you know, he also talks about visiting the prisoners. And I think you guys, I, 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 I'm telling you, I'm like psyched right now because this idea that you guys call it Isla Vista worship has a whole new meaning to me, understanding the backdrop in which you guys are operating from yeah. um, through this heart of compassion and outreach and an outcry of like, okay, guys, um, you don't get it, man. You're, you're chasing after this manufactured feeling when God's presence, man, will take you to the whole next level. And it's all about a non-judgmental outreach where you're just loving on people dude that's so sick i wish you know and, and i i say i wish but i believe that the church um the more and more people i talk to is leaning in that direction um yes. where we're just getting about you know listen no strings attached you don't have to pray a prayer with me you don't have to you don't have to clean yourself up before you come in our building or or sit and listen to this or you don't have to behave a certain way just encounter the holy spirit because it's in that encounter that we are able to invite people into that transforms everything so yes. amen dude i'm psyched i'm yep. gonna come i want to fly out there and get a burger from y'all yes <laughs> it's crazy because people the people here gave us the name jesus burgers <laughs> that's awesome dude. they're like oh if you guys want to get some of the Jesus burger from the Jesus people. <laughs> and they're like, and that has turned into this honestly incredible, um, like format that can be used anywhere in any in any context. Everybody loves burgers. You've captured my heart in ways I didn't know I could be captured. Remember who I am in you Forgetfulness of your grace Drags me around for miles Until I see Until I see the corner
um, seeing what happens when we get into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. and get into the trenches and pull people out. Mm-hmm. Um, in opening up our front yard, we let people come and use the bathroom if they need to because they're just hopping from party to party. They don't know where they are most of the time. Um, and so, like, getting them in these moments where, like, they need practical things, like, go to the bathroom, they need to crash on the couch, um, like, they need somebody to hold back their hair while they barf into a bucket. Wow. Like, um, they need somebody to walk them home or carry them home or drive them home. So on Mondays, we have a follow-up where we go door to door and we knock on people's doors and we say, hey, we're from Jesus Burgers. We just wanted to know if we could pray for you for anything. And that's the moment where harvest happens, Mm -hmm. where the relationship is taken to the next level, where um, most often people's responses are, oh my gosh, you're from Jesus Burgers. Yes, please come in. I want to talk. I want to, let's hang. Like, they want relationship. And so out of all of that has sprouted a church, Isla Vista Church, and a worship movement, Isla Vista Worship. And then we have other associated ministries like Prayer and Prophecy and Mac and Jesus. Prayer and Prophecy is where, like, anybody around can, like, come and get a word from the Lord. Praise Uh, God. That you don't have to be a part of our church or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a ministry and some encouragement, um, and hear from him. And then, uh, and it's also presented in a way that's not like elite, <laughs> you know. Right. Jesus, Jesus qualified us all to hear his voice when he said, "My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of the stranger they don't follow." There's nothing fancy about what we're doing here. It's literally just. The technology that we're running after is family. I really yeah. believe that it's a oh, come on, man. That's technology. So good. That's so um, good. And that's what people are welcomed into when we're here. And it's messy. Family is messy. And but when we when we disqualify ourselves from family, we're missing out on a, a superior technology that was intended and designed to cause the human race to thrive. Wow. I don't know who needs to hear that, but don't disqualify yourself from family. Don't peace out. Get in there. It's messy and it's hard, but it's going to produce the best fruit you've ever seen come out of you when you get squeezed by family. (laughs) Dude, that is so good, man. Thank you. I, I think that is so refreshing to hear what a resource family is. I mean, it's, 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 you know, we're not meant to do this alone. Um, and our, and our family is so much bigger than, um, you know, mom and pops and Uncle Jake or whatever, right? It's that community of people that God has us around and that those that he is our circle of influence and drawing close into that thing and leaning into his presence and allowing God to shine through that is such a gift to those who experience it yes. um, from the outside. But what an incredible resource, right? It is for those who are in in family, in community, aiming towards something bigger than just our own happiness or our own needs or our own wants. Um, praise God, dude. That is so yes. good. I want to I want to rewind a little bit and ask you about what your God story is. There is always that shift from when Jesus becomes something that I know about and then we really start to believe 
who he is. And, and we really start to believe the gospel and we allow that to inf infiltrate our being and surrender to it. So tell me about what your God story looks like, man. Yes, bro. Um, so I was born in a Christian home and, <laughs> my, mom and my mom's a nurse, dad's a pastor. Wow, great. And um, I love them very much. They are some of the most incredible humans I've ever met. Um, I have six siblings. Um, and I, my dad is, ten, he's the 10th of 14. Wow, man. And my grandparents got married um, a really long time ago, obviously. And <laughs> they, they decided they wanted to change the world and they knew they couldn't do it alone. So they said, let's have 12 disciples just like jesus did <laughs> come on your <laughs> grandpa was thinking that out man he knew <laughs> so she, that's awesome man um so they had 12 and then then they joked and said well jesus had 12 boy disciples so let's uh, have a couple more <laughs> we didn't really quite hit 12 boys <laughs> oh, oh my goodness so awesome. it didn't even end up being 12 boys but they ended up with 14 and um, the legacy of changing the world and the vision that they had is in process and is starting to happen um, and has happened through the generation since then. So for me, I'm passionate about family. I'm passionate about the fact that family can change the world. Come on, uh, man. And I want to have a lot of kids one day. And that's a really exciting dream to me probably more exciting than any of my dreams in music or um, missions or anything like that. Wow. Um, because uh, I just look at my relationship with my parents and how they've raised me and my siblings and I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to give this away. Mm. Yeah. Um, so um, my parents raised us with you know, knowledge of the Holy Spirit and um, raised us up in knowledge of the word. And then I think when I was 16 or 17, I was like, you know what? I need to have my own roots. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, there's this Bible school called Karis Bible College. My dad, my sister, my brother, all, and my mom all went to this Bible school and I saw my family change before my eyes when they, began to sit under that teaching and everything like it just seemed like everything in the home was changing um more love more peace in the home mm. more honor more teachability i was like i want that fruit so <laughs> I, I, I signed up and uh, went to the same bible school and that was really incredible one of the best decisions that i've made then i graduated the Bible school in 2014 in May and I prayed and told God um, I have nothing on my schedule past August of 2018 <laughs> sorry August of 2014 yeah and um, I was like I have nothing on my schedule past August you can literally do whatever you want with my life and my time um, and that was the first time that I was able ever ever able to pray a prayer like surrender 
Praise God. And then he moved me to California in September of 2014 um, mm -hmm. for a job at a software company. And then six months later, by divine connections, got connected to this movement in Isla Vista that I had never heard about. And I've been here ever since. The core word that he gave me about being in Isla Vista is he said, son, I brought you here um, to solidify what's already inside of you. Praise God. When I came to words like I surrendered, I didn't do what I would pray. Living my life watching the weather, wasting time and chasing fate. I look at the life I'd been designing, waiting around for my breakthrough, but I'm my dreams to the side of me Cause they can't love me like you do I give you my all I give you my all And I'm not running anymore I give you my all adding to what Jesus did. Amen. And so it's really just solidifying what's already there and removing things that do not belong. And becoming aware, you know, I just love that. I love the fact that, you know, family can be a missional endeavor, you know, that yeah. we don't have to surrender to, to the circumstance and the situation of what our culture says and different things, but we can love our kids with a purpose and implant in them this desire. And I, I was talking to my daughter the other day as she's processing some stuff um, in ministry and talking to her about that, that there's a level um, that we get to in our relationship with Christ. You know, one of the signs of like maturity in us is when we're willing to give up our plans. Right? Like you did. There's a difference, there's a contrast between somebody um, who records with an understanding of God and the, to, the, to somebody who records with an intimate, deep, relational, like, dance with the father right and man for anybody listening if you haven't heard or even started listening um to to mark's stuff please 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 do yourself a favor and dive in how old are you 25 25 so you're a young man and and you made a decision at an early age to say jesus look i'm surrendering my calendar to you i'm, I'm surrendering my direction to you i'm opening up whatever you want to do you know, send me. And, and man, when we can do that with an integrity and with an honesty, God is so faithful, bro. It's so awesome. 
Um, and to see your success at 25 and, and, you know, I don't know, you're probably not raking in millions of dollars on your, you know, <laughs> on your albums just yet. Uh, but this idea that, you know, you're killing it, bro. Captured, 814, so in love. Bro, it's it's crazy. You're taking like Spotify um, by storm and people are just loving and really God is using you um, and and the things that he's poured into you um, to highlight Isla Vista that probably people, I mean, people are talking about Isla Vista in Denmark um, who have no idea, but they just love what's coming out of the heart flow of that. And that's such a, that's so sick, bro. I'm so, I'm, I, I, I love, I love, I love when we are able to surrender and to let God and then ask him to, to invade us, right, with his presence. Invade us with your purpose, Father. Break my heart, that, 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 that crazy, scary prayer that says, listen, Jesus, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to transform my heart. Yes. Um, and when we step into that reality, Boy, it is it's an adventure. It's a journey, but it is so electric with the presence of Jesus. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, And it's been so amazing because that really is like the point of it all. Right. Um, People hear our music and they think that we're a worship team or sorry they think that we're a band first of all <laughs> we're, we're not a band <laughs> we are um a revolving group of missionaries who happen to be musicians um and but i say revolving because since we're in a student community every year people move away and every year new people move in and so whoever is a part of our movement at the time is the sound of Isla Vista worship. Right. So everything is very small and very intimate. And because of that, there's so much space for um, knowing one another Mm -hmm. and being family with one another and experiencing the presence of God together in very small settings Mm -hmm. um, and diving deep into conversation to pull one another's hearts up out of our chests so that we can actually like be in communion with one another and with the Lord. And I think that this whole COVID thing has caused us to reprioritize as a church and cause people to recognize that we actually need one another. 10 years ago, I saw a picture of America in my mind's eye or my heart or eyes of my understanding or whatever you want to call it. Lord, and your Holy Spirit picture. drunk. Oh my gosh. I saw America and America was on fire in a good way for the Lord. And these fires were coming out of houses and garages and kitchen tables and living rooms. And it's not to say that the fires weren't coming out of these big ministries. Mm -hmm. We need big ministries. We need one another, but you cannot have one without the other. And, um, but I just was seeing that the lasting fruit that God wants to bear in America in bringing his children home is going to happen in homes. Mm. That's where the lasting fruit is. Man, we can have all the stadium events that we want. Um, the call and this, the call and the send and yeah. all these things yeah. are so amazing. But if we are, if it's not founded in family, revival is family. 
Revival looks like family, and that's where it all comes from. And if we're not strong together as family in the way that we're structured, and in the way that we function in relationship with one another, nothing can be sustained. Because um, you can't slip in and out of a living room without being seen. Right. Right. <laughs> you can slip in, in and out of a stadium event and forget about it two weeks later. And don't get me wrong, I love stadium events. I get so stoked seeing the, the nation's praise. I was in Brazil for the send, and it was so incredible seeing... Well, they, they packed out three stadiums, yeah. every single one praising the Lord for the entire day. And it was... I've never seen people more on fire for Jesus than Brazilian <laughs> men. Yeah. Uh, I hope everybody's hearing my heart right now. We need the combination of big things and small things. But the lasting fruit that you're going to see is big things tend to catalyze, but sustaining it happens in the small things. several groupings of people because listen you know I and it's exactly what you're saying I could sneak into the back of a church and have an incredible worship experience get prayer get charged up exist you know try to make my way through the week come back and get my fill up again but is that's totally not sustainable nor is it the relationship that Christ asked us to to participate in right, right. Um, but it's when you are when you have accountability is huge, man. And, and, and somebody, like you said before, somebody that knows your name, somebody that celebrates your victories and, and, and mourns your losses and who, you know, when stuff is going south, shows up and leaves groceries on your, on your front step and helps with this and that. Gosh, I mean, that's where we see Jesus in each other, man. I'm a, I love groups. I love small groups or whatever, you know, whatever iteration of people, what are they're doing. Um, I think it's so key that we meet in the house. Ministry doesn't happen in the spotlight. It happens in the shadows, right? It happens around kitchen tables and cafes and sidewalk circles and all these different things that we can look each other in the eye and, and give up, you know, give up trying to be the person that everybody needs us to be or that we want to be. And, yep. and begin to love and identify our need for for the Father in the life that we're currently in. Um, so good. And it's so, gosh, man. Um, I love your your spirit. It's so freaking awesome. Hey, I, I want to ask you a question about your music. 
Yes. Um, because, like I said before, y'all, woo, it's so good. It's so good. Um, what does the, what does the process of putting your heart to music look like for you? How do you um, how do you begin to express your love for Jesus? How, how's that happen? Um, I would say how I was equipped to do that um, was by first of all being under my dad's leadership mm-hmm. uh, for all my life, serving in the church since I was little, um, singing up front and everything has been really amazing and. Contrary to most pastors' kids' stories, I really loved being a pastor's kid. My parents parented us um, with the sole goal of maintaining open heart relationship with us for life. Mm. As that's the goal, um, all of us have maintained like a really amazing connection to both of our parents, um, which has been really amazing. And so serving under their leadership was a joy for me. But being under my dad's leadership um, and in hearing the voice of the Lord and then seeing my dad write songs himself, mm. um, man, I would love to introduce you to my dad. I f- so rarely, and you know this as a PK, right? So yes. rarely does that story come out well. Yeah, It feels like there's so much hurt and so much pressure placed on um, on kids who and I'm I'm so blessed because it it sounds like your father and your mother really were strategic and intentional and thoughtful in the way that they approached that to protect you guys I have I have four kids I, I'm not trying to hit a dozen y'all are crazy I'm just oh, kidding <laughs> although we're we're in the process of fostering as well um, wow. so uh you know, I, I but I I need to get your dad on here, man, because I believe yes. that there's wisdom. And maybe mom parents. too. Absolutely, both of them, because there's wisdom that I'm hearing like come through you that was deposited in you through them. That is like, wow, man, people yeah. need to know that this is possible. That we don't have to sacrifice family for ministry. We yeah. don't have to sacrifice our children at the altar of of church. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. Anyways, they they sound amazing. <laughs> are by no means perfect. There are, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But it is there are so many amazing pieces to this testimony. Wow. Um, and so serving under the leadership has been a joy. Um, and seeing my dad write songs mm. and pour out his heart to the Lord through music um, has been massive for me. And then also. When I was in high school, the youth group that I went to, because our church didn't really have enough youth to have a youth group, so we went yeah. to a different church's youth group. Yeah. Um, and uh, Daniel and Autumn Katz are the mm-hmm. couple who are our youth pastors, and they had just moved to Chicago from Kansas City um, to be a part of the IHOP KC worship movement. Oh, yeah. Worship and prayer. And so um, getting introduced to that in high school really equipped me to pour out my heart to the Lord because what they do 24-7 is pour out their hearts to the Lord mm-hmm. in prayer and worship. Yeah. And so I tuned into the live stream regularly um, because they're t- live streaming 24-7. Yeah. Just tuned in. I just remember being in high school and just like being in fetal position in my bed, weeping, pouring out my heart to the Lord. Praise God. Um, 
And that worship movement has, worship and prayer movement has dramatically affected my life and my relationship with the Lord and my ability to put my heart into song. And so um, a bunch of the soul hymns have been, have come out of spontaneous moments. Being the middle child, I have a very strong desire for peace. And whenever there wasn't peace or whenever <laughs> I was really bummed about something, yeah. the piano was the one that I ran to. Yeah. Um, and just would process with the father through melodies. Wow. Um, and so that is like, man, there's something so crazy about finding the melody that matches what your heart is trying to say. So, yeah, I guess I'd, that's a bit of my process with that. I love that. I, I love that, man. And I love the fact that, man, it's, it's so it's an overflow of your intimacy with the father. Um, and I think the, 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 the music or the worship, um, that I connect to the most and have been able to talk to the artists, um, man, that's what I connect with, man, is that there, there, there's such a requirement of intimacy and, and also surrender. Right. Um, and it also speaks to our relationship with Christ in the way that in order to be able to sit in an instrument and unplug from the technicality and allow Holy Spirit to begin to compose. And there, there's a discipline of learning the instrument. There's a discipline of, of, of being so comfortable with it that your fingers don't necessarily have to know where to go next. But yeah. it's just a continuation of this, this dance, right? It's such a natural flow. practice it takes showing up it takes it takes intentional space um, just like learning a piano just like doing those things until that we can actually get into now God is available obviously I mean you know how many stories and how many times have I just cried out in my unknowing and experienced Christ is showing up <laughs> completely like kicking my butt like overwhelming me with with his abundance and his ridiculous outpouring of love and grace for me but there's also a level of intimacy that we come to after the practice of hearing his voice of taking these 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 words and mauling over them and 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 allowing them murmuring as the scripture says them back um, so, that we have this amazing intimacy and then this opportunity to dance with the father where it's not a mental or physical or a trying or a or a, but it's just this this being this this overwhelming sense of his presence 
and it's in that overflow of his presence like that that we get to see amazing things happen right we get to see his heart expressed part of my my journey into christianity was understanding how do i do what how do i justify doing my art i always thought that if i had to if i had to embrace jesus i had to lay down everything that i was passionate about (laughs) which is so crazy right it's again it's a lie of the enemy and 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 in fact like I, I, I came into the understanding, like, wait a minute, God has made me a creative. Like, he's given me the ability to evoke emotion, to tell a story in a way that other people can't tell, and to expose my soul in a way that, that, that stirs something in people. Yeah. And, and to be able to create co-create with the creator of the universe like dude it's such a beautiful gift but we have to find that freedom and that intimacy and that safety of knowing that this is what i was designed to do That's such a beautiful thing. And I can, from listening to your music again, it's the outpouring, the overflow of your intimacy with the Father that that resounds through those, through your tracks. What are some of the moments that, that you experienced? I mean, going to Andrew Walmack's school, um, uh, you know, Karis, and, and experiencing growing up in a, in a, you know, primarily all black church and and being raised with with an understanding that God is speaking to you and that you know the prophetic and and tongues and healing and all these things are available to us as 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 a gift of salvation this is what was won for us right access to all these things what are some of the things where you've seen God that have just kind of taken you to the next level do you have a do you have a couple testimonies that you would share with us yeah um wow uh the first things that come to mind are just all these things that the lord has done for my parents Mm. that have changed our life as a family um we never really had much money Mm -hmm. and still don't um as a family but the fact that the lord has always provided even with seven kids every single kid um came with some sort of blessing, whether it be like a raise or a house or a car that God just blessed us with. Amen. Either whether he <clears throat> whether he opened up the doors for something or whether he just like had put it on somebody's heart. Like the amount of ways that I've seen the Lord provide for my family. Let's go into this for a minute. The love of the Lord <laughs> is unconditional. But in regards to receiving his promises, we receive his promises by faith. Amen. I really believe that. And um, so there is a condition to walking into his promises because the enemy is also promising us things. Come on. And who we're going to put our faith into determines what promises we walk into. It's good, Mark. There are things that supersede 
obviously where the Lord like pulls us into a promise. Mm-hmm. And I've seen moments like that happen, even moments where like I have no faith for something. He just he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is so beautiful and amazing. But everybody's story is different and every testimony is different. But the one thing that I know is, is that it's all available to all of us. The amount of healings that I've seen in my family, the amount of, um, and in the people surrounding my family. Yeah. And the amount of um, love that I've seen for one another in my family and honor and my parents' faithfulness to one another has been a testimony of the goodness of God and the character of Jesus. I'd say the most foundational moments of my personal relationship with Jesus and how he has come through to me, even though I have a testimony that's um, quote-unquote clean, (laughs) I, uh, I have, you know, known Jesus my whole life but that comes with its own set of um, barriers and challenges but for me specifically there are a few moments of the mercy and grace and forgiveness of God that I have experienced him Um, and I would like to share those because those are like um, yeah it's just so significant when you think that you have nothing to be forgiven of and then the forgiveness of Jesus washes over you and he grants you <laughs> repentance. Come on. And he changes your mind about yourself. So if anybody has heard my song, My Portion from yeah. Soul Hymns, um, that song was is a spontaneous moment um, because... This was a couple of years ago. I had looked at porn online and masturbated. And I felt so dirty and so ashamed. And that's something that I was introduced to in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that moment, I felt like I had torn my heart in half. Mm-hmm. It felt different than any other moment that I had ever tried to fill my heart with whatever that seemed to promise. And I heard the voice of the father say, son, come to the studio. I have a song for you. So I walked out to the garage and flipped on my light, turned on my keyboard, hit record. And my portion was born in that moment. Wow. And that's the exact recording that was used on the record. Moments after sinning. Wow. Moments after filling my heart with crap and filling my mind with crap and attempting to fill what only God's presence can fill. Mm. And that song flowed up out of me. Um, Just the Lord declaring over me that he is my portion when I lay down my life and open up my hands and release to him everything that I had tried to just feast on when in reality he has prepared a table before before us in the presence of our enemies. Distracted again 
that's what we have access to in the moment of sin and before the moment of sin and after the moment of sin. And that is the image of who God the Father is that he has revealed to me through the life of Jesus and that has played out through my testimony in the ways that he's proven himself to me for who he really is. That he's not the God who turns away because he can't bear to look at sin. When Jesus says, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, um, that is not Greek. <laughs> He's quoting <laughs> Psalm 22. Right, right. And if you read all of Psalm 22 in verse 24, it says, Yeah, although I've been through all this crap, you still haven't turned your face away from your beloved. Yeah. You've, not, you've not forsaken your beloved. Mm. That is crazy to me and says that the Father is so different than who we've been taught He is. Mm. And in that moment, He said, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Please eat what I have set before you. Oh, so good. Please feast on my presence. I'm your portion. And my eyes are burning with love for you, begging you to be in my arms and not in the arms of the enemy. Oof. And the way that he woos us through his forgiveness, granting us repentance, causing us to change our minds about ourselves. Um, I keep saying that, but that's like one of the lyrics to Kindness, which was also written immediately after a moment of looking at porn online and masturbating and giving myself over to <laughs> that temptation. Um, that song also is just all about your kindness pulls me to a place I've never been close to you. Oh man, it's even just saying those words still moves my oh, heart man. because he and these songs, I, I can't imagine how they're blessing other people because for me, they have the Lord has caused these words to resonate with my own heart in a way that when I hear these words, I, he just pulls me straight back into his presence. presence is a place that I wasn't before it's coming into the recognition of his presence so good wow I'm enjoying my time with you bro Damn, this is <laughs> I, love I, lo I love this too man it's so so amazing to hear your heart and man again you know as a 25 year old man to hear your understanding um of, of the love of the Father and the freedom and the struggle and the, and the balance and 
all those different things that we have to dance through, but it really boils down to understanding and hearing the voice of God and knowing his character. And dude, so excited, so excited for what God is doing in you and through your music, bro. And the exposure that he's allowing you to have in the lives of people, I think is, is evidence of that, right? Um, I, I thank you so much for taking time out to speak to me um, during a busy season, um, during a season of, um, in, in, in many ways, uncertainty um, as it relates to our communities. Um, I know there's a, you know, there's a big draw on us right now as, as missionaries and pastors to, to, be, to be there for our families right now, and yet you, you took this time to step out and, and speak with me. Um, and I, I, I'm so excited to get this up, bro, because I believe it's going to bless so many stinking right. people. Um, I, I want you to tell people um, how do how do how do we follow you? What's the what's the best way to to kind of keep up with what's happening and um, all that? Instagram, honestly, Instagram is it. Um, if you follow me on Instagram and then also turn on post notifications, you'll be notified whenever I drop anything new. I don't post often. Um, and uh, I am going to start fundraising soon for my next record. Good. So that's really exciting. Um, and then also, if you hit the follow button on Spotify, um, Spotify will notify you whenever I drop new music. Awesome. And so those are the two best What's ways. What's your handle on Instagram? Bark Marlowe. So it's my first and last names with the initials sl- like flipped. Okay. That's good. Um, but yeah, Bark Marlowe. And then on Spotify, it's Mark Barlow. So, yeah. Hey, if you were blessed by this podcast and would like to know when the latest episode drops, please, for God's sake, smash the subscribe button and take 30 seconds to give a review. Get this in front of more people and spread the gospel. You can visit our website and leave a tip in the virtual tip jar by checking the link in the bio. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Long Haired Pastor Podcast. And if your wardrobe is hurting, check out the rad designs at zealotco.com. That's zealotco.com. Wear your faith like you live your life. Again, thank you so much for hanging out and shine on.